Welcome everyone to this podcast and for this episode we spoke with Miss Marita Marshall and Miss Nicola Yard from the Health and Wellness Physios in Barbados and this was a fantastic conversation. We covered MSK which stands for musculoskeletal health, ergonomics and pain management, we talked about questions of indeed about ergonomic complaints and things like how does that tie with individuals working from home and what about children's and screen time and does ergonomics apply to them and then we wrapped up with asking about the concept of digital wellness and so this was a fantastic episode to record as a, a number of different points of insight and in the description for this podcast, we certainly have how you can get a hold of Marita and Nicola. So please check out their links and their business as well. Here we are with the episode. Now, we're going to jump right into some questions because I know the two of you have uh, have all this knowledge inside of you and you could really help individuals who are listening to this because we wouldn't then want to promote this podcast to as many individuals uh, as we can, right? Because we know how important health and wellness is. So let's go with, we know um, in the intro to this episode, we talked about, you know, we, we mentioned what we're going to talk about, our, our focus on uh, on musculoskeletal health and whatnot. So with that is, is ergonomics. And so, you know, let's start with what about, kind of common ergonomic complaints that you hear from individuals in uh, in your practice and all of your experience? What would you say are common ergonomic complaints? Oh, Nathan, there's loads um, from headaches to neck pain, uh, back pain to wrist pain. Um, the list is almost endless, to be honest. There's so many complaints and so many things that we've seen people presenting to us since, especially working, starting working from home. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll just add like shoulders, forearms, even hip pain. And oftentimes we realize that patients don't make the, persons don't make the connection between the pain and their ergonomic setup. Yeah. And it sounds like it's it's not just that ergonomics is for like, you know, the upper body, but you also mentioned like the lower body too. So like joints and uh, in your lower body. So it's both upper and lower body as far as where ergonomic complaints or, or pain could kind of come from. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, the person's workstation setup is like so, so important in terms of making sure that they're sitting correctly while they work and that persons are not working from their couch or in their bed because with the transition to from office to working from home, we found that a lot of persons just kind of set up and opened their laptop and started working wherever. So we had a lot of people come in and saying, well, you know, I don't really have any specific workstation at home. I just sit on my couch or I just sit in bed and um, they don't realize that they're sitting in the bed with their laptop in their lap and they're looking straight down at their laptop almost all day. And we also found that persons tend to work longer hours while they were working from home versus in the office where, you know, you definitely have a lunch break. You're going to take an hour for lunch or 
you know, you might walk from your desk to another person's desk. And then at the end of the day, at whatever time where it finishes, perhaps four, four thirty, then you know that you're going to pack up your bags and go home. But working from home, then persons were spending more time, you know, working because they didn't have to leave. Um, so that setup of your workstation is so, so important and making sure that it is correctly set up to suit you. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's, it too is like you, it's one thing to have a poor ergonomic setup for one day, but then it's like when you're working from home for weeks and months and it's just like, I guess it catches up to someone, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think in the beginning, when people started, they didn't realize that they'll be working from home for so long. So you might have started off, as Marita said, in bed or on a couch or even sitting at your dining room table. But the chair at the dining room table is not ergonomic. The height of the dining room table is not ergonomic. The bar that you might be sitting and writing at is not ergonomic. So what started off as okay for a day or two, maybe a week, now months in, is not going to it's not going to cut it yeah yeah and and i love how you you both are are mentioning this because for us it's our a lot of our audience is kind of working individuals and so therefore you know working from home and whatnot so i think this is like of, of utmost importance for them to hear the for both of you to say this right to say that yeah this is a reality and this is actually common across a lot of people it's it's you know ergonomics and then how that ties into also working from home and, and ergonomics now is like uh, as important as it's ever been i guess right oh for sure for sure for sure and i think um this period has really brought it to the minds of a lot of persons because you know what working in an office you're almost always provided with at least a office chair and uh, you know, even if it's not perfectly set up, at least you have something that is a little bit more comfortable than perhaps your dining room table chair or, you know, you're not sitting on a couch all day working. Um, so it's really brought to person's attention that they need to have uh, an ergonomic setup or, or just the idea of what ergonomics is and the fact that, you know, you just can't sit in any chair or work at in any position because it's going to put stress and strain on your eyes on your neck on your joints and everything and that can then lead to the same musculoskeletal complaints that we were we were mentioning earlier yeah and Nathan just to add to what Marisha was saying when you are in the office you are more compelled to sit properly as opposed to if you're at home and you you can comfortably put your foot up on your table comfortably put your foot up on the armrest of the chair which is going to be even worse than if you were at work where you have no choice but to actually sit down properly yeah yeah and if you don't mind i want to i want to actually bring in because we we talked uh, when we were planning this episode we talked about you know also mentioning children in this in this conversation with ergonomics but before we do that i'll just ask kind of a, a rhetorical question to the both of you um, and that's kind of for individuals who are listening to this, who and this might resonate the idea of you know working from home and sometimes you know body pain and and the importance of ergonomics. It goes without saying that if this resonates with someone, they can reach out to you, and we have uh, we'll put links to your uh, to your business and whatnot in the in the description for this episode. But they can certainly reach out to you, and you can help those individuals with their ergonomics and and working from home arrangements. 
Yeah, for sure. And and we actually did a couple, what you call maybe virtual sessions where we actually did it uh, via Zoom. And the, the individual was able to also send us some photos of their workstation beforehand. And then we were able to have a discussion with them and see how we can make a few changes to their homeworks work setup, you know, because when we were in the height of COVID and a person's really needed help setting up their workstation and you weren't able to go out, then that's a tool that we definitely use and persons were able to benefit from that. So for certain, anyone anywhere can reach out, even if you're not in Barbados yeah. and listening. Amazing. Let's shift to, so the, the question for uh, Nicola here is, yeah, so we're, we're talking about ergonomics, but let's even talk about, we talked about kind of ergonomics, you know, um, with working from home, but what also even about uh, children and ergonomics? Do you have any kind of overall comments about that? Are, are enough people talking about this? And then even about, you know, children and, and, and how, um, uh, they're learning and, and children who are students, you know, but things are online now. So, you know, uh, adults aren't the only ones who are behind a computer. So what about, yeah, children economics? What can you kind of share with us for that? What should we be aware about? Yeah, so I definitely don't think enough people are talking about it. I don't think um, enough attention is being paid to it. So as you said, just yeah. like the adults, the children can can have these pains and these complaints just like us. Um, I think that probably the children are not complaining. I've seen a couple of children come in with complaints about pain, um, but I don't think necessarily, as I had said, even sometimes with the adults, um, I don't think the parents are making the connection between the ergonomic, the workstation setup and the pain. But I definitely think we need to pay a lot more attention just like how we need to pay attention to our workstation, we need to ensure that our children are sitting up because a lot of children, if left up to them, will lay down in bed and study or lay down on the couch and study. So we definitely need to pay attention to where our children are sitting, make sure that certain things are in place. And also in terms of screen time, because for our children, ledger is also screen time. So in their ledger time, they're on a PlayStation, an Xbox, a Switch, tablet, they're watching TV and then it's they're doing the same thing during school time. So we need to remember visual problems as well as the ergonomics. We have to think about their postures, the time that they're now spending indoor as opposed to outdoor, how that is affecting them as well. Um, definitely think there's a lot more attention that we need to pay. Um, I think it will be useful not only for parents, but also for teachers. I guess teachers can factor in breaks into their into their day. So if you have a class for an extended period of time, making them get up and do a couple of stretches and depending on the age group, it could be fun stretches. So for very young children, it could be something like head, shoulders, knees and toes, something fun and interactive that they don't realize that they're stretching. For the older children, it could just be a, a break to stand up um, from, from sitting for long periods of time. And parents and teachers just to encourage children to continue to move, to take their breaks, to take breaks from the screen, looking away from the screen. So lots of little different things, little different pointers that we need to take into, um, into consideration with our children. It's amazing how much of, a, of like a phenomenon like screen time is in our lives now. 
Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, it's like it's screen time, like in the mornings, during the day for work or school, and then screen time in the evenings, even when on unwinding, like sometimes unwinding activities are screen time activities. Um, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And I, I picked up too how you mentioned like, and this might be just, you know, it's not, uh, it just might not be, you know, known for a lot of individuals, but it's like, yeah, like you mentioned children can have similar you know, pain or like with, with ergonomics, their ergonomic arrangement, they can still like children can still have like pain. They're not immune to pain or, or a poor ergonomic setup. It sounds like. Uh, definitely. And as I said, I've had a couple, I've seen a couple of children since the pandemic and since we've had the online school come in with back pain. And then when we get into discussion and I'm asking, so where, where are they doing their school work? It is, laying down here stretching across here you know because that's more comfortable for them but in the long run it is not what's best for them yeah and and just to highlight that point because we, we touched on this it's 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 uh, it sounds like it's one thing if they do it for you know you're you know you're doing online school and you're lying down for 10 minutes but when that 10 minutes becomes a full day a full week a full month a full school year it's like these um I guess the pain like eventually like it catches up to someone does it not definitely and Marisa mentioned this point earlier you know like when you are at school you're getting up and you're moving from class to class you're getting up and you're going to lunch you know so there's still that measure of physical activity and movement in between classes and so forth right which is lacking now when they are probably lying down in bed in class the whole day or on the couch the whole day oh you think and then because when you're at home like that you know your washroom could be the, the room next door versus you know going across the hallway or something like that and it's close by so if you're just going to something to eat you don't you're not moving around as much as if you were at school yeah well, that's powerful um this is good. Before I want to ask another question here about uh, Tamrita, about uh, about something else. But uh, Nicola, anything else you can kind of share with us on uh, children ergonomics and and kind of how to make the most or make the best, I should say rather, about uh, in this online school era? I think the take home points would be for parents to pay closer attention to where their children are doing their work and force that they sit up at a table and ensure that the same effort that they're putting into adjusting their workstations that they're putting into the children, reminding them about screen time. So now that screen time is ledger and school, that we yeah. need to take breaks in terms of looking away from the screen and checking in with their postures and yeah, just encouraging your children to take breaks yeah. in between screen time, yeah. Don't forget about posture, right? Posture, posture, postures. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Yeah. Marita, what about, you know, I know, but, but there can be some some good with digital and, you know, and, and, and screens and whatnot. So digital wellness and even me just saying that word, digital wellness could even be someone's like someone could say, what? What did he just say? That's that's an interesting term. They might have not yeah. even heard that term digital wellness. So let's go. Let's even just start like uh let's start from the beginning like you know tell us about uh, if you don't mind tell us about about digital wellness yeah and as you guys were just talking about as nicola was just saying you know um we're so plugged in now everything is online everything we're using phones laptops ipads 
everything is all digital now. And um, this concept of digital wellness really just refers to being truly intentional about pursuing and maintaining a healthy relationship with this technology and our lives. And that's both within our personal lives and within our work lives, because it's, it's almost tied into our work lives. We definitely have to use a laptop or phones and stuff to do engaging work. And we're also using the phone in our personal lives in terms of connecting with others, in terms of, you know, um, social media is a big factor. Um, so it's really about how can we um, how can we maintain a healthy relationship with this this online and digital world that we have now been consumed by? And as you mentioned earlier, you know, it does have many negative effects, but it, it can be used for to our benefit and is really about trying to to limit those those negative effects and and focus more on how we can use it to our benefit um so yeah um as i said like being online all the time or being connected all the time we we notice that we can have less connection in terms of our social interactions, you know, no, you're, you're, well, maybe before COVID when we were out, you know, you'd be at dinner and everyone's on their phone as opposed to interacting with the person that's in front of you. But then on the flip side, no, since COVID, we've been able to use, um, you know, that connectivity to be able to have Zoom calls, have Zoom meetings, have, um, have calls to family members overseas and so forth to to stay connected so it's like how do you balance you know not spending all day in zoom meetings and perhaps you know using that that function to call somebody overseas that you haven't seen or spoken to a loved one in a long time um you know how we can we can use it for those benefits and kind of limit the other areas that can affect us negatively and then in terms of sleep, you know, our phones and all these devices emit, you know, what they call blue light. And that tends to to interrupt how we fall asleep and how we how we can get our rest, you know. Um, and that's a big thing because then that affects that affects your mood, that affects your productivity, that affects how you feel and everything. So you know, watching your screen time and almost all the phones now have have some element that you can check and see, you know, where you where you spend most of your time when you're using your phone, if it's on Instagram or, you know, if it's on Facebook or Zoom or whatever the case may be. And you can then monitor that and see if you can kind of limit, you know, those areas that you're spending a lot of time on. We, we spend so much time kind of scrolling through social media aimlessly and we don't even realize until sometimes you have a check and see how much time you're actually spending so monitoring that and cutting back on that screen time is also a, a, a way to kind of manage you know manage yeah. that yeah it's it's super interesting it's yeah the idea of like you know uh, let's say a phone you know something digital with the screen, you know, could also at the same time be good for like uh, social wellness. And you mentioned calling someone and and then kind of how that ties into like a support network around you. And then even like, but in the same time, like with screen time and blue light and then 
like your phone and your sleep and your sleep patterns, sleep quality. So it's kind of cool how it's like there's if you really think about it, um, there's kind of multiple perspectives here going on. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely multiple perspectives and it's more about trying to trying to maximize on the the benefits and use the benefits to our, our advantage and just kind of recognize those areas where it's affecting us negatively and kind of limit those areas. Um, there's also a number of apps that can help you like meditation apps and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, there are benefits to this digital world that we are you know, gonna be in for a while. So it's really about maximizing on on the benefits and kind of limiting or being aware of of the areas that can negatively impact us. Yeah, yeah. So Marita and, and Nicola, I, I enjoyed this conversation, right? We talked about the importance of ergonomics and how that especially ties into working from home. We even included children in that conversation because children and right now online school and then we even talked about digital wellness and bringing that into the conversation so for for both of you do you have any kind of other uh, closing comments or other recommendations you would like to share right now as we kind of conclude this episode um yeah i think really you know no is a time for persons generally to focus on their mental and physical well-being is important um when we think about health and wellness to also recognize that there are a number of dimensions of wellness and we have to kind of you know pay a lot of attention to our mental health right now we didn't touch too much on stress and how covid19 has affected everyone but I'm sure that, you know, we all would agree that we have to spend some more time making sure that we take care of our health and well-being. And uh, in any way that we can do that for now, um, it's definitely going to gonna do well for us. And uh, what I would say then is for employers to be mindful of the impact that Marisa just mentioned the impact that COVID is having on your employees. So be mindful of their mental health to put wellness pl plans and programs in place for your employer, employees, sorry. And for the employees and persons working from home during this pandemic to just know, as Marisa just mentioned, your mental health is important and just know that you are not alone. That there are several people, we're all, we're all struggling now. So pay close attention to your mental health, as Marisa mentioned. And and some powerful statements there, right? You know, you're not alone uh, for employers to be mindful. And then I also heard there the idea of there's multiple dimensions of wellness. So I think this is, I'm really glad we had this conversation and for both of you to, to be the ones who are mentioning these types of things for individuals who are listening to this. So to both of you, uh, thank you so much for your time. And then for everyone who would like to get a hold uh, of them and, and the business, we'll put the, the links and relevant contact information in the description for this podcast episode. So uh, Marita and, and Nicola, thank you very, very much for your time today for this podcast Thanks episode. Thanks for having us, Nathan. Thanks for having us, Nathan.